0: Three raspberries. three raspberries. Okay. And there's no fire on by your feet. What? Because the serial number shaved off the sides. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Scoob? Uh,
1: orange.
0: I just don't know. Do you see a gun? Uh, no. <laughs> Oh, I better find
1: my gun. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. Welcome to the official and practical Jokers podcast. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James
3: McCarthy.
1: Hey, I'm Tina Sanamaro. Yes, you are.
2: And and this is a very (laughs) special episode. So we went back in time, as we've been doing, to talk about some of the old episodes. And we have two two lined up to talk about and two incredible guests, three incredible guests to talk about these episodes. But we kind of quickly went off. Uh, I don't know. What, how, what am I trying to say here? We, we just
3: went off with the we guys. Off the I mean,
2: l- l- yeah, let's off not the bear the, we
3: had Sal Volcano on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ian Fidance, who's my old college roommate. He's also a really funny stand-up comedian. Uh, they were originally our guests on the first episode we did. And then we we're going to have Q on another one. So we're just like, hey guys, do you want to hang out? and like st- just joined Q and they said, sure, let's do it. So then we have Q on the next episode. Yeah. yeah it's like it's-
1: we have a double finale, basically yeah. summer finale. And Sal
2: basically just, you know, changed the rules and just, we just started going off on other tangents. So it's a, it's a real, what say you, if you know that podcast in terms of, uh yeah. w- you know, where, where the official and practical jokers podcast has gone. So if you're tuning into some behind the scenes stuff does come, especially in the second episode about the episodes, but <laughs> if you're here, uh, you're coming into the fold to 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 kind of follow our tangents. So enjoy it. Without further ado, we present to you the episode where we barely talked about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think your next step is? Like, if you could get a haircut right now, right, and it could be it could look like anything, what would you do?
0: Because with the show, we can't change our look. Because I can't be in one scene like with one long with one length hair and another so i think i actually might just trim this and neaten it but keep it like this for a little while just to because when am i ever going to get a chance to to grow everything out for four or five months again you know
4: i love it you look like an undercover infiltrating a biker gang it's great (laughs) this is your
3: balsamic vin look
4: yeah i, I
2: just, think you look like a pirate that came to like the future and is like trying to blend in but like <laughs> only in shirts like, he's like he's like all right i got a shirt i'm the same
3: <laughs> I, like, I like that the pirate just really wants to like fit in yeah like in 2020 he's like i know what i did in the past was wrong i'd be canceled so easily but now i'm i want to be a banker
0: no, are, one peg, I would no one peg leg anymore it's wooden person leg. <laughs> you know make
4: sure I, you are wearing your masks
0: <laughs> wow
2: <laughs> um or this will happen uh no a banker makes sense because he like wants his treasure you know what i mean so he's like i'll protect the treasures
3: <laughs> Oh, Give it to bar- me. <laughs> just burying it underneath the bank.
0: Yeah. Is, I was like, we, I was played a pirate on the show one episode when they, you guys made me drink shitty milk.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember that one. I was very fond of that one. Yeah, uh,
0: I always look at that one because you put me in the whole Jack Sparrow outfit, and I don't love the way I look. But to be fair, I don't like the way I look in anything really. But but I I, I put on eyeshadow. I think I was just. I just look like, a, like, a, like I was too heavy to be a pirate. I got a new shirt and I, and I, I, it's the first time I'm wearing it. I look like a dad at the beach or something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's everyone's like quarantine look, I feel like. Everyone's yeah. just an effort.
4: Everybody has just turned into a dad during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right. like, yeah. I'm I, I have my, too. I'm walking around my apartment, I'm like, is that level? Should I level that? Like, <laughs> that's with my thermostat. It's just every single day I'm like on off on off something to do. Woo. Yeah,
0: I, I take cool. all that on when I leave a room. I shut a light. If I if I if I I, I lower the shade so uh, so sunlight doesn't come in, so I don't have to put the air up too much more. I'm always checking the levels of, of everything. I, I I walk around. I'm like, who left this here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other the Breaking
4: other day. Imaginary kids. We, we had the AC down at like 67 and, and I was like shivering and I was like, well, what, what, what do I run Con Edison around here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one other thing is uh, t- today I woke up and I was like, there was a l- candle lit and I, ha- I like held back telling Lisa the lavender candles for nighttime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I
0: can't even like, you know, I, you know, uh, you guys, I, I, I if you don't know. I love candles, right?
3: Me too. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> <froze. Mike> <laughs> that's it. Done. I think we, we lost was Like, <laughs> <Shin and laughs> no. You I wanted so, to say. So you, so
4: you, froze I on. Candles. I
2: love candles, and he just froze. Like That's
4: it. That, that, was, that was the perfect Irish goodbye. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I candles love candles, and then they just leave.
0: You guys know I love candles. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> no, um, but I I light them, and then I'm like, I gotta blow them out because I'm like they're wasting. Like if a candle is not, sometimes i light them around the house to mm-hmm. create like an ambiance. And if I go in the other room and it's on, that's what the purpose is. When I walk in, a candle's burning, but my mind won't let me get there. So now I'm like, there's a candle burning in the other room. I'm not looking at it. So right. I'm wasting candle. That yeah. only then means though, that I can only light candles right in my vi- field of vision. So I'm unable to set ambiance throughout the whole house. It's impossible. I would
1: have too much anxiety that I'm going to burn the house down if I walked out of a room (laughs) that had a candle burning in it.
0: Yeah. Have you ever left the house
1: with a candle burning? (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Because I can't even, like, leave the room with a candle burning because I'm afraid.
0: Yeah. But even by accident... i'll turn i turn the car right around
1: i I don't i don't I I would as well
0: with the dryer on or the washing machine on i just Mm -hmm. i've heard stories oh i i'll do a dryer i I, washing i've never heard like you ever see that like like in the sitcoms when the suds come pouring out of the room yeah
3: yeah
2: and then everyone's like surfing the waves <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, I we remember, have
2: not start the, we've not started. We've not started the podcast yet. But- I
0: think this is a great start. I think yeah, this, this is, is incredible. This is, yeah. this is. I mean, this is all we need to do, really. I, the show we talk about all the time. Ian, yeah. have you been on the sh- on the podcast before? No, this is my first time. Oh, awesome. Me yeah. too. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Is it really
1: your first yeah. time on the podcast? I, I, I
0: don't know. I think, but maybe like an old iteration. Like
3: how many? How long? How many episodes is this? Uh, I, this I is know. your first time on. Um, I I don't know how many episodes we've done.
2: I think there were times that I used to sometimes on set, like talk to you and record it like for Insider, but then we use it for this. Like, remember I used to play that game with you that's like, um, love it, hate it. You have to choose one. Yeah. Rapid fire, right? Rapid fire. You love that game. What What is is that? that? We could play that later, maybe with Ian. So, we'll and play, you have we'll play, you have level. to sort of like have a like a quick justification, but you have to have a strong opinion very fast if you love it or if you hate it. I have a list. I could like we could do it.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, when it comes to that game, I love
0: it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Wait, uh, this is more fun than the Yeah, Ian, what's what's up <laughs> with your wall? Let's see your wall. What do you got? You got posters. Yes, <laughs> I have
4: posters. This is actually a green screen to make it look like my college dorm. Room.
3: <laughs> and also Ian's apartment. Which was also my old apartment uh, has been mentioned on the show many times. Boyzone,
2: Boyzone. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is you you were recently on an episode or are, are, are we are in a bit that we filmed, but it hasn't even aired yet.
4: Yes, I ran in a room and yelled at Joe, and it was the last day of filming before everything got closed down for COVID. And in between takes, I was waiting in a hallway, and Jay Miller just kept. Being like, I this is crazy. This is crazy. Everything's gonna get shut down, and me. I'm like, everything's gonna be fine. It's not gonna get shut down. We're gonna make it through this. And then uh, we're recording from our homes.
0: That's the last time I saw you and uh, in person, maybe, and McCarthy. I think unless I, I saw actually, you
3: at the no, club. No, I actually couldn't even make it that day because I like had like a little bit of a cold, which. Turned out to be nothing, but I was like, I don't know if this is the start of something. So yeah. I think I was also supposed to be like the point person for Ian on set that day. And yeah. then I wasn't there. And you, you had Jay just muttering to himself instead yeah, of yeah, the yeah. point person. Yeah, very- yeah. I have a question for Ian. 20. So
0: we're we're mostly mostly homebound. Yes. And I know you probably answered this a hundred times, but it begs it. What the f*** happened to your uh, hand man? <laughs> oh, uh,
4: well, I, I just got a cast iron fire it and I left it in the oven for an hour to season it, took it out, and then I'm cooking, and I was like, oh, let me shake up the pan. And I forgot that it had been heated up for an hour, 350 degrees, so I got some nice little um, reminders to never do that again. Yikes. Actually, this is helping me not pick my nose, which (laughs) has been an epidemic in my life, so now, you know, when God shuts a door, he opens up a window (laughs) to stop spreading COVID. That's what God
2: does. (laughs) One man's god is another man's treasure. <laughs> <I don't
3: know. laughs> Yar, and he keeps digging under the bank.
2: <laughs> you miss 100 gods that you shoot.
3: <laughs> Actually, another fun fact about Ian's apartment. Remember the time we were dancing on the brick wall in the back? We were doing the YMCA. We had it was yeah. me, you and our our two other friends and we had like construction vests on at like a summer barbecue. You fell Pulled Brand. me down with you, and we busted through our neighbor on the other side of the wall's table. Yeah. completely <laughs> broke it. Yeah. That neighbor, we didn't know this at the time, turned out to be Christian Esten, He <laughs> works the- on our show.
2: He's a You're locations manager right for our show, yeah. Yeah. When uh, yeah. What was I'm it like sorry. when you
4: discovered that?
3: <laughs> it was because it was before I worked on the show. Ian went and apologized to the person there, so I never saw them. And then after working with Esten for a while... I figured I lived on the other side of the wall, and then was like, "Oh, sorry about that table." And he, he's the most chill guy. He's like, "No worries, dude. Yes. We're good." Yeah, I,
0: uh, Esten's like, if a hacky sack became a person. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't. Do you, Sal, do you remember
2: Esten being hired? It's like one day he was just there, and he's been there the whole time. Like I don't I remember, remember him remember. being high.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was. Guard. He was.
2: He started around the era of Guy Maxstone Graham. Oh, he's a legend in his own right. Yeah, that sounds he's like a
3: crangious
4: name. That's not a real person. Casey. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> Didn't he, wasn't he a writer on The Simpsons?
2: His brother was, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice, but his brother. Oh, that's crazy. Nice that's job. like the
0: one name I always see on Family Guy, the lady's name that's like a hundred letters long and always try to pronounce it, but I can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Guy, uh, he was a really interesting gentleman. And he, uh, we had to do a bit once, remember for your sex sounds, Punishment? Sure. And so we we at the time we were like we don't know if we could get, you know, copywritten stuff, you know, or like a, like a, a database full of sex sounds. We don't so, own those phones, yeah. So we thought like it'd be cheaper to make them.
4: Yeah. So yeah.
2: guy guy did them. And if you know guy, he's like a real like kind of buttoned up, you know,
0: polo shirt kind of dad. Yeah, yeah. he's a guy that wears like he he there's no he doesn't need much of an excuse to throw on a sports coat. <laughs> and so for
2: him to do the sex sounds and then he asked our friend Megan Manduk to do the female part which was the most like I was that's awkward Like, Megan was like, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, yeah. She was like, you have to hear what Guy just told me. And she wasn't, like, perturbed. She wasn't, like, angry. She was just like, this was the funniest conversation. He was just, like, melting butter being like, "Uh, would it be okay if you could maybe come into the sound booth and mix uh, sounds uh, that are uh, for sex? And he, like, was just like, he didn't know how to explain it well. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Who was the horse? Maybe (laughs) it was Jess. um, The other Jess. Yeah, well, there was, there was animal sounds in there, too. Yeah. Amazing. Horse was guy, Maxone Graham.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maggie
3: uh, does love horses. He should have led with that. He's like, there'll be yeah. a horse in the sex sounds, Megan. It'll she?
0: Is it ride? She rides horses, right?
2: Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. That's she wild. I, so yeah, by the way, Sal, we're talking about everyone's backgrounds in this, and this is audio only.
0: So. Oh, right on. Okay, okay. hilarious. Which is fine. Good.
2: But yeah. I, I, that being said, I do want to point out something that's in my background. You know what this is, right, Sal?
0: Yes, I do. That I mean, what it's is it? On what it, is my, it? Okay, so grab it. Casey was kind enough um, to give me a gift one year. I think it was uh, like a housewarming gift, and uh, one of my favorite video games, Mike Tyson's Punch Out
1: yeah yes
0: the freeze frame of mike tyson in punch out like after he beat you like flexes and it's like it's the ring it's like the actual picture of him in the ring like eight bit video game and it's autographed so you can take it away case
2: and so <laughs> i if you remember
0: I, if you remember his name i do i do and okay. then
2: sal gave me this and you, I i'm obviously such a boxing buff he gave <laughs> me a, this is the only, this is the first person to knock down Iron Mike. And it was, oh,
0: uh, he beat him. He, he he beat him. Yeah, 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 but it
2: was a TKO, I think, right? And it was, uh right. Iron Buster Mike. Doug- who is it? Buster Douglas, yeah. Buster Douglas, yeah. Yeah. Buster Douglas which I, I recently called him and I was like, who's the guy again? <laughs> and then he was there's like, there's a Buster whole Douglas.
0: documentary on it, but I just thought Buster Douglas was, I mean, if you remember the story, he just was, you know, a million to one, not supposed to win. And then right. he, he was the first person to ever beat Mike Tyson. So I just, you know, that, I think that was probably way, like that was probably like 40 bucks. Yours was probably like a ridiculous amount, but
3: uh, that was the whole po- joke, I guess. Was, was oh, that Buster it. Douglas fight? Like the one where Tyson had like syphilis or something and like was like, on, he was like on medication? He like woke up and he was like, uh, I just had like a terrible burn and irritation. He was like not in the right mindset oh, to fight. No. Uh, I believe that is the case. And if not, Al- I'm going to double phone. down and say it's true. And he's and Mike Tyson's a liar if he says differently and I'll fight him.
2: <laughs> that's the thing uh, with athletes. Like That's the thing sometimes. like There are days that I just like, uh, I, I feel like I don't want to do anything. And begrudgingly, I'm like, I'll do it. And my day is usually pretty easy. Let's say it was like, I have to go to work and I don't feel like it. I'm going to go sit uh, in a room and come up with fun ideas. These people, I mean, like boxers or athletes, they need to bring it on a day where they're going to get the shit kicked out of them if they win or lose. <laughs>
3: yeah, you, know? you can't go to your boss as a boxer And be like hey can you take a little easy on me I got, the, I got a rash coming on my, on my ding dong
4: It's crazy yeah, Have you ever heard of uh, Doc Ellis
3: yes. Yeah 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 he, Who Dude, threw
4: the game uh, yeah LSD talk, talk about like Not being able to show up for work But doing your job anyway He thought he wasn't uh, supposed to pitch And he took acid and then didn't he throw a no
1: hitter Yes Oh my god wait, wait yes. who is this
2: Doc Ellis, there's a fun, there's a, if you want to know the story, there's an animated version of it that's on YouTube. No, I want to
1: see the real game. (laughs) Who did he play for? Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. The old picture huh. the it goes back to the pirates. It's,
0: I think there's, there's got to be a doc on it. I'm writing well, down. A sort of the, television on
1: it down. I really I'm suggest
2: sure. the animated one because it's, it's great because it's, they use the because yeah. it's LSD. So they kind of use the visual. Of, and so he's telling the story. Yeah. He's telling the story. And then they, okay. they they have like an animated thing of his story and like, you know, things he was seeing and doing. He also like he threw a no hitter, but he threw a lot of balls. He threw <laughs> he walked a lot of people <laughs> like it's a no hitter but it wasn't like you know it wasn't it, like it all was, strikes
0: it no it was through no fault of his own <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah the entire opposing so team was also on lsd <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: that's fun that they didn't talk <laughs> but, about that
3: a lot of people struck out swinging at dragons and whatnot it was just yeah, yeah, a yeah. real wild game oh uh, god I,
1: when was this i'm sorry the 70s i want to say 70s, late 70s okay. yeah yeah they don't make them like they
4: used
3: to, you oh, yeah. know? No, they don't.
4: I love that when ball players were just, you know, uncles. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just, no, like, at you're right. Just with stepdads, they were just like out of shape, beer guzzlers. You know, like, yeah. That's it's out. like
3: if Gatto pitched a no-hitter one day <laughs> and then came in and just, you know, took a dump with the door open.
0: You can't. You <laughs> can't it, it, baseball, I think, is, is unlike any other major professional sport in that you don't have to be in peak physical condition
3: yeah and it's definitely changed a little bit over the years i'll say that but like john crock will john crock will say he's like i'm not an athlete i'm a ball player yeah like put me at first base let me hit a few dingers yeah don't ask me to run too fast it's
4: this weird thing of like where it ball players used to be like john crock and you know kind of like schlubby guys that just had like natural talent and then now they're all scientifically engineered to be just these brick shit house of like incredible robotic athletes. And Everything I'll tell you, I don't like the, it.
2: Yeah. Everything's like that. Golf now too. Golf used yeah. to be like kind of portly dudes that love yeah. to drink. John Daly know? used to
3: swing with a Marlboro red in his mouth. Amen, brother. Do you think that's going to happen to comedy? Like there's going to be some like science thing where he's <laughs> like, I figured out the algorithm to make people laugh. All I do is bring out this feather every 20 seconds. And the Skateboard- audience Skateboarding. Trolls.
2: It happened in skateboarding. Like there are... Now it's like there's like a lot of like bro types that are like real athletic sportsy guys that are different than like when you picture of like a skateboarder. It's like a skinny guy that's like skating in a pool. You know what I mean? And Is that like, like a,
0: was that like a surf, a surf skateboard crossover? Is that like a surfers are always ripped?
2: Yeah. Well, that's, that's just, you can't, you can't surf without being ripped. Like it's, sure. it's impossible. Like if you're, if you're at a level where you're surfing, well, you can there's no choice. Like you're, it's so athletic. It's upper body. It's like balance. It's all core, but skateboarding. I mean, it has that, but you could be a pretty, like, just like skinny, scrawny person and do tricks by jump. Like, but all you need to really know how to do is jump and take
4: pain yeah i mean i love watching skate videos but i always turn into a like concerned mother because none of them wear helmets Mm -hmm. and it's it's like it you look so cool without a helmet but i am just so scared of you know someone cracking a skull yeah
0: yeah i can also skateboard wipeout videos i i feel them in my spit the pit of my stomach yes it's too much it's like it's always bone smashing on cement or a a groin hurting yeah Yeah, it's too much i'm always like no matter how many times i see it i'm always like i don't think i can watch this yeah but i I feel feel the same way never learned how to play uh how to ride a skateboard never yeah i i
2: I grew up skateboarding and around skateboarding but even still I i want to watch it and i watch like even someone nail it i'm like i'm thinking of all the times he didn't and I'm thinking about like, like if you watch a thing where like someone tries like 10, 15 times and then gets it. At that point, I'm like, why'd you do that? <laughs> and I grew up like loving this sport, this skateboarding, but I'm like, why'd you, I don't know, man, why'd you, go, why'd you even
0: do that? And like, did you have a skateboard?
1: No, but I rollerbladed a whole lot. Ooh. Oh, really? um, like,
0: when it first like started, when like we, when it, when it was like older. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: No, recently yeah, Tina rollerbladed a marathon.
1: I, oh yeah. <laughs> We talked about that. Yeah, I am. Um, I went to Berlin, Germany, to uh, rollerblade in the world's largest rollerblading marathon a few years ago. Oh,
0: so you actually rollerblade then? Because if you're oh, yeah. across the country and spending money on that, you're like, oh, you're yeah. a no. you have multiple pairs.
1: I do. Yeah, I have. <laughs> well, I have two pairs and then I have two pairs of roller skates, but I'm much better on the blades than I am the skates.
0: So you you were
4: in you were in a rollerblade Exclusive marathon. I thought you like snuck into the Boston marathon <laughs> with rollerblades. Oh no! And and like maybe made them
3: look like shoes. <laughs> yeah, there's no rules against wearing rollerblades. Like, like she's actually, they're so is. fast. The <laughs> Did you ever do dirt um, roller derby?
1: No, because I'm not into like violence. So I didn't really let In it, Tina. no, I was more like my I really wanted to learn. I used to go to Central Park and try to learn how to dance on roller skates because there's cool. like that whole I love it. Gang I, there that, that, that does that every Saturday. Yeah. That's people
0: watching. Yeah,
1: I, I have not mastered it because I'm not good enough on the skates. But
2: So when we went away to Fort Lauderdale with your family, remember we watched a bunch of roller skating like there was like a dance roller skating thing.
0: Oh, when we went to that thing. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. That, yes. That's addictive. That I could watch for a long time yeah, if they're playing the amazing. right music. I mean,
1: yeah. it's hard enough to dance as it is. And then imagine dancing and, on skates.
2: And that's what you're talking about. Like with the cool music and like the, you know, cause it's, is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Because there's difference. Like I, I remember ones or even, even the one where uh, like we did the punishment where Murr had to do the, that, that, that place. Yeah. Like th- there's roller something derby plan, yeah. that roller, roller derby, that place was iconic. It was like you walk in there and you're transported to another was, time.
0: There was two roller skating rinks that were like ahead of the of everyone, like the most the main ones when I was younger. One was in uh, Staten Island called Starstruck, and then the other one from that era that still exists. where Starstruck was, has been gone for 30 years is Roller Magic Arena in South Amboy, New Jersey. Isn't there at. wait, isn't but there roller isn't jam? there
1: um a roller skating rink in Staten Island, because because I've there been is. reading about it and I really want to go to it, but I don't I've think it's near there. where like the ferry drops you out. No, it's, it's like on know, the other side, on, right? On the
0: other side. But I, I took my nieces there once, and it was it was it was good. It was fine.
1: Roller really? Jam, USA. That's sure right.
0: That. <laughs> no, well, I was great. skates work, and uh, everything works. And- <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I've been there. I took ironic pictures. It was fantastic.
0: <laughs>
4: I, I dressed the- up. Li- I dressed up like Heather Graham from Boogie Nights. It was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I was little, that was like one of the things. Like. I I think by the time I left eighth grade, it was gone. But as a child, like pre, like you're allowed to go to the mall pre, you're allowed to go to the movies with your friends. There was only a few things that my parents would drop me off at. If it wasn't a friend's home, one of them was the roller skating rink. So that was a hotbed of preteen activity. Right. uh, You had a lot of like, you know, sharing pretzels, holding hands type deals. (laughs) Uh
2: Can I guess (laughs) another, can I guess another activity? Yeah. Bowling. Big time.
0: That was the, That was it. <laughs>
2: yep. and then the summer, like maybe pools or something, right? Like a like a local pool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't, so. have, I didn't and, have. And that
4: and and who can forget the classic arcade?
0: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Oh, let me uh-huh. hit you with this.
0: At least in Staten Island, there's a place called Time Out in the Mall. Yep. Um, that was like the first one, and the, like the one everyone knew. And if you went there, though, you couldn't be sure that you wouldn't get into a, a, an altercation with an older boy. Yeah, with other, with other kids that were just looking for trouble, probably not raised right or just were really upset about high scores or whatever. <laughs> but you go in there and you could have fun, but you could also go in there. Like, you know what happened? It was like the arcade was appealing to all ages. So you had the like you had the guys like the jocks in there with the George that were like seventeen with a gold chain that were already cracking like six pack crushing six packs, <laughs> and then you were also in there as like a nine year old, and then like you know so it was like it was a real mixture. So you saw it was a little rough and tumble in in mm. in, in in timeout.
3: It's funny because what you describe, I know exactly the type of place that you're talking about. But thinking about it now as an adult, it basically sounds like a bar. Almost like where it's like some people are looking to have fun. Some people are just looking to cause trouble. Yeah, uh,
1: it, it's, it's a down. underage. It yeah.
3: sounds
4: like Shredder's Lair in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
3: Oh,
2: yes. Like where the Foot Clan hangs out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, Just
4: a bunch I, of lawless teens getting it in, you know?
2: When I yeah. saw that, when I saw that movie and they go to the Foot, they show the Foot Clan, you're supposed to be like, these are all bad boys. And I was like, I want in the Foot yes. Clan. Oh my like, God, yeah. yes. When oh my take God, them, it's so Take cool. them
0: down there and everyone's skateboarding and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I watch it not that long ago, maybe like a year or so ago, we were watching on the bonfire, eclipse of it and he brings them down there and he's he's trying to like um pitch them how great it is look at this he's like we got anything you want down here anything cigarettes
2: <laughs> that's all
0: they had <laughs> candles like, like that was like that was like yeah. oh my god they could offer me cigarettes down here
2: <laughs> I remember being yeah. a kid and like a friend of mine being like, "Guess what I have?" And he like pulled out and he showed me, and it was a matchbook. And we were like, "Whoa! Are you kidding me? Keep oh, that down! You're dude. gonna get that out of
3: here!" You dude,
1: get-
4: I one time <laughs> my my mom. So I was raised by a single mom. I was a bit of a you know rough wild child. And one time she was out and I lit a match in the house to be like, I wonder what what happened. I lit a match, I put it out, I sprayed it with water. I was like, I covered my crime. My mom came home, immediately was like, did you light a match? And she didn't know what to do. So she told my seventh grade guidance counselor and he pulled me into the room and was like, so Ian, I hear we're lighting matches now, are we? Incredible!
3: (laughs) He just rips up a like uh, application to Harvard right there on the spot, and he's like, "Forget about it, buddy. Yeah, that's it."
0: My parents were so strict with me too. I was like the oldest growing up, and the things that they got mad at me for, and then did were not a blip. Ten times worse were not a blip on my parents' radar for my two sisters. Like I remember one time I was like seventeen. And I was dating like my first serious girlfriend and my hair was like, get long. I was like growing it out. I was like, maybe just graduated high school and we were hanging out at my house and we went to the CVS and she bought me like, uh, actually it was very close to your color hair, Tina. We bought dye and the the one that comes out in like.
1: Manic know, panic.
0: Eight washes or whatever it is supposed to be. Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. I'm like an adult. I grew my hair out. I'm on my way to college and we did it. My dad came home and, and he saw it and she, he's like, can I talk to you in the hall? So I went into the hall you know, away, but then he was like, what is going on with you? This is not how I raised you. What are you doing with your hair? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, it washes out. and He's like, what's next? And I was like, What do you mean? Like I had, I, I, I was a straight A student. Right. I had a job from 14 years old. I paid all my own bills. Cut to... Three years later, my mom comes home, there's cigarettes in the toilet because they don't flush and my sister didn't realize that. Like, you know, they don't, they just come back up. My mom finds my sister with our friend on the floor sick. They both got sick from the Zima and tried the cigarette. They got sick. She comes home, she finds both of them and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you almost took my head off (laughs) for eight wash burgundy dye. (laughs) Well, yeah. she
4: couldn't. She couldn't get mad at your sister for hanging out in Shredder's lair.
1: Must <laughs> be <laughs> having
4: fun. I, I think.
1: It, I think it's a hair thing because when I was in high school, I shaved all of the underneath of my hair. I had super long hair, yeah. and I just shaved everything underneath. it. my friend did it for me. So 90s. And my mom got so mad. Like, and she would like drop me off at underage goth clubs when I was a kid. Like, she was very <laughs> open-minded. She was calling me a skinhead. She told me as soon as it started growing out, I was going to have to cut all my hair to match the length. Like, it,
4: wow. it would- there,
1: and if I wore my hair down, you couldn't even see it.
4: <laughs> there there really is something about hair. When, When I was like eight, there was a minor league baseball promotion to like shave, get your hair shaved by one of the ball players who had a shaved head. And I like won this competition and... He shaved my head on top of the visiting dugout. It was like wait, this.
0: Wait wait wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs>
4: you, you had oh, to, okay. Okay. Knowing you, you for you your had life, I'm
3: like, explain no more. Yes. <laughs> you you you
4: had to raise money for a charity, and whoever raised the most money got a haircut by the by one of the ball players who had a shaved head. It was called like Snip by Stew, because his name was Andy Stewart, you know? So
0: everyone so if, in the, if, you know, the was to <laughs> shave your head then. What's that? So you knew that his intention was, and his only skill level was to, to, to buzz you.
4: Yeah. 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 Uh So, so it was a thing of like the top three people got their head shaved to be like the ball player or whatever. And everyone in the stadium moved to like the visiting dugout because they did it on the dugout. And my grandmother was the only one that stayed on the other side of the stadium sitting alone in her seat. (laughs) And we have a picture of like a 60 year old Italian woman (laughs) sitting alone on an empty side of a stadium because she was like, Hey, you're getting rid of your beautiful angelic hair. Uh Like that was her thing. She was so upset I was getting rid of my little baby curls.
0: I don't think I had a a, a haircut that was over like five dollars for the first decade of my life. We used mm-hmm. to go to this guy, this guy on on Bay Street. It was called Angelo's. At the time, he was a white-haired old, old Italian guy, probably uh, in his sixties at the time when I was like ten, and he was the only barber in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he was literally every kid's barber. And we talked about Angelo because we shared the same experience. And I've, I had never gone to him without him drawing blood from my skin. <laughs> <laughs> he never, ever, never, ever once made the line in the back of the neck straight. Never once. <laughs> the point where people would just see, see a thing, and go, oh, you saw Angelo. And he used to snip, not even just the neck area or when he would buzz. One time he cut my earlobe. Oh, you we still went to him?
4: Yeah, it's oh, an angelic personing
2: I didn't know that people can go to different places than the place I went to. Like when I was growing up, I I literally would like. I remember having a conversation. That was
0: the Earth's place for
2: haircuts. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like I remember being like, <laughs> like old too, like in fifth, sixth grade. And 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 like getting a haircut, and then someone was like, "Where do you go?" And I was like, "What do you mean? I go to Charisma. That's where everyone goes." <laughs> Charisma! <laughs> oh my! God. I was like, I was like, everyone, everyone, everyone goes there. My brother, my dad, my grandpa, everyone goes. <laughs> and they were like, "No, I don't go there. I go to Lemon Tree, or I go to this place." And I was like, "Oh, there's other places? Like I was like, oh, I just assumed because I went to like a Catholic school, and everyone went to the same place for like their uniforms or like things like that, like." I'd see someone at the same movie theater. I'd be like, there's only one of these things. Yeah, movie store,
3: uniform store. I
0: wonder how many times you saw someone that had a little extra growth on top and went, uni looks like someone needs to go to charisma. And (laughs) then if I looked at someone and I just went, looks like
2: someone needs charisma. (laughs) (laughs) There's a quiet introvert. (laughs) Can I change that person's life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I remember stopping going to Charisma. Like broke, like it was like a breakup in my family. Like I remember, like I, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go to this other place in high school or something. That was like, you know, gives like real like, you know, tape ups, you know, like real Staten Island haircut. Casey, Casey,
4: we're no longer taking you Charismas. Now we're going to (laughs) Pizzazz. Right, right.
2: (laughs) But no, my so so actually, in fact, the fun thing is that my dad and my grandpa still go to what. Was known as Charisma. They did change their name. They go to a place called Pretty Woman. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Stop
0: it. Your dad, dad gets like, his haircut at a place called Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman.
2: woman. Dan Jost.
0: I mean, how hey. perfect is
2: that? He he's he's been going to the same exact place, you know, for like my entire life. So oh, thirty five years. Every time your dad
0: walks in, I just want to play like Roy Orbison now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: eventually
3: it's going to be like a hardware store or something he's just going to walk in and like cut my hair <laughs> <They take> power <laughs> tools. <laughs> i don't care the yeah. lens crafters <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah still do you have work?
0: when was the last time you were at the staten island mall it's been like uh, 10 years for me but dude like- I, I used to try to
2: go at least once a year around, like it was like a rite of passage. Like my brother and I would just go, and even if we got got most of our shopping done, we'd go on like Christmas Eve or something. And then and we haven't done that in a long time. And I, I really, I realized recently I haven't been in like maybe six
0: or more years. That's pretty significant too, because you know I passed it the other day driving, and it it, it looks like it's one hundred percent unidentifiable. I know it, it's. But I was wondering if they still had the hair, because that was where a lot of people went for our haircuts to so the mall. Yes, they had the I know exactly where it was. Upstairs by Sears, to to the right of Sears before the upstairs yes. entry. Oh yeah. And uh, well, do, are you familiar with it too, Ian? Or no?
4: No, I just know a Sears and a mall is one of my favorite places on earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, just, I just love malls.
0: Big mall guy. I, I, malls is something I actually truly truly miss. Like where you just mm. like yes. meet, meet a friend and then go there and like it's just you, you don't have any you have no agenda you're like hey we'll walk around we'll eat something we will people watch it i I used to like i mean in doses but it's something i haven't done in so long it's like a weird thing that i missed that is like inconsequential they're they're all they're all abandoned and
4: whenever i play different towns i always find someone like can you take me to your mall like I love going to other malls and it's so sad to see all the stores closing, but you're totally right. It was such a great walk and talk, you yeah, know, I know. I mean, you yeah. just window shop, walk around, you know,
2: I love they- them. You're right. I love them all. Like, like sometimes when we go to Lisa's uh, parent, like my in-laws, they live near like the short Hills mall and it's a real Ooh. ritzy mall and I don't buy a thing, yes. but I walk around and I love it.
3: Yeah
0: yeah and that one's packed before even before we were like on our mind was to go for like we had money for gifts for others or for clothing like when you were little and like your dad was like here's a 20 like i was like what what might i come back with today (laughs) like you don't even know he's like am i spending this in the in the pet store am i spending it in spencer's am i spending this at the ground round like where am i going cds yeah sam goody fye yes tape, tape world wall? we yeah. had the wall. the wall yeah was that the one where like you were allowed to put a sticker on your cd and if yes. it was would yeah that yeah. What, what was that I don't hold on know.
2: hold on tell me it again to people who don't know you put a, what is it was you put a cd on it wh- or oh, you put a sticker on it and what happens it's like you're in a club or something
4: what if i i think if like the cd or something broke you got a replacement
0: right yeah so so you got like with your receipt they gave you like a sticker it was a blue sticker a square a little square, and it just said the wall on it yeah and then you would you'd have to take it and put it on that sticker and then the cd got scratched you could bring it back and they would repair or replace the cd i've never once ever done that attempted to know anyone who's done it or attempted to or witness someone doing it while i was in the store so i wonder no. what that what that program was like no
4: and and the little sticker would get in the way of like a cool thing on the back of the cd you know yep. i remember trying to rip it off my red hot chili pepper cd because i wanted to see like flea's nipple or something you know?
3: <laughs> i, I do remember
2: though good. i do remember using a sticker if it was that to cover up the parental advisory so that my parents wouldn't see that because my parents would be like that has curses or something at a younger at a young age so i would use it and then sometimes uh they i would try to like figure out a way to like take out the jacket or something like that so they don't see it because i didn't want to be like um one of my kids one of the kids in my school he would his parents would only let him have the edited version and so whenever (laughs) like he'd be in the hallway rapping like some puff daddy he would he would edit out the curses and we were like oh my god he doesn't say like he doesn't know the curses that's oh so my fun. god my what mom hard. was
1: the opposite she bought me when i was i had to be like 4 or something she bought me the <laughs> twisted sister tape <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> i really Great. wanted it yeah i was super four. young four. yeah like i wasn't even funny. in school i think i was in <laughs> kindergarten 5
0: yeah, four. yeah. No, i was 4 in kindergarten so yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't spell or or write, but you were like, I'm not going to take them. I,
1: I saw them. Well, I also had an older brother who was into all of this music. So that influenced me in a big way when I was little. But also, I remember seeing the video and really liking them. And then I found out they were from Long Island in the town next to the, where I grew up. So that got me really excited. They well, were from Massapequa.
0: Oh, you are? Okay, so let me let me, let me me piggyback on this story. One of the guys, Tony Piero, the drummer, who has actually since passed God Rest His Soul, mm-hmm. uh, was a family friend of mine. Oh. His, his sister, Miss Gagliardi, Miss Gagliardo, was my third grade teacher. And she was like a lifelong like um, teacher at the school I went to, St. Joseph. She was there for like 20-something years. So she knew... She knew us, well, she later went back to a maiden name of Miss Pirro. And so she knew us from K through eight. So she was, and then my sisters and then my sister behind that. So she was in my family as all of our teachers over the course of like 20 years. And she used to live upstairs from us in the apartment building that I lived in as a child. And so the drummer from Twisted Sister, her brother Tony, used to come visit her.
1: <laughs> oh my and- God.
0: And when he was there, he used to come down and talk to my parents and hang out because they knew each other. And I have a picture of me sitting at, a, at, at the table in my dad's apartment, eating a tuna fish sandwich, just me, as I was like, maybe five, six, eating a tuna fish sandwich. The only person sitting next to me, Tony Pirro, full long hair, leather jacket, royal blue spandex. <laughs> wow. Sitting at the table and me eating a tuna fish sandwich, the drummer from Twisted Sister.
1: Oh, my God. Why was he wearing the spandex on a normal day? Because
0: that was his normal. That was what he just, that's how he lived his life. That's rock and roll, baby.
1: It is rock and roll.
2: All right. It's about that time to to play Love It or Hate It and
4: cry.
2: So I think we should maybe start with Sal and uh, just to show kind of how the game is played. And then, uh, and then we'll go over to Ian with, uh, with, with, with some. Make sense? Love it. Sal, you ready to play love hate it or it. hate it and why? Hate it. Okay, here we go. Ready? Memes.
0: Hate it. I didn't mind them until I became one. Bluetooth technology. <sighs> love it. But honestly, if we're being honest with Bluetooth technology, it needs work. <laughs> okay. What? Tupperware. Love it shapes sizes colors it's fun i love putting stuff away i love the new ones now that are glass and have the latches on the end for an extra tight seal (laughs) i like having lower end ones so when people leave my house i give them to go and not care about it hookah hate it can't stand it i don't like smoking i think it's obnoxious when someone's doing it near me i always wish they'd stop also i find the people that go do hookah no offense can be a little bit give me the douche chills (laughs) khakis 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 Hate it not now, not for me. I don't like anything with pleats
4: i'm I'm slowly taking off my khakis and putting away my hookah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Love it um all right, great, okay, that's good so I think I think I still have more that we could play with.
0: Oh, I was wonder where you're getting these from,
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I got these. all right, you ready to go, Ian? Let's do it okay, skim milk,
4: oh, hate it, oh God, it is just water from an emaciated cow i don't like it
2: fidget spinners
4: fidget spinners uh yeah it's called having adhd in the fifth grade i was a human fidget spinner okay i like it
0: (laughs) surprise Surprise. patents i I thought you were gonna hate it
2: (laughs) what patents patents like i have a patent on that
4: uh yeah uh, love it because you when you do something great you gotta own it and i don't want you stealing my stuff and i think we should patent jokes so they don't end up in what's out mm. memes
2: yes that's right cashmere
4: cashmere love it one of my favorite led zeppelin songs and i know you were talking about the fabric which i do not like
2: <laughs> uh kombucha
4: kombucha i hate it okay if i wanted to drink something that tastes like alcohol i drink vodka or some of the hand sanitizer i got in my cupboard (laughs) arbor day arbor day i don't know what the hell it is but i love it give me a reason to celebrate and
0: i'll take it baby
2: <laughs> all right very good very good wow. i
0: love the game i love the game because usually you most likely won't have an opinion but you have to commit to one or the yeah. other and then back <laughs> it up when yeah. that might not be your real feeling that's the that's the genius of the game
4: i love it
2: very it's, good. Guess. it's fun especially like the more you know what i mean like like I already
0: Sal? surge protectors love it there's nothing i like more than safety and to have safety on call all the time <laughs> sign me up i'll take two
2: <laughs> yeah like it's like you know what i mean the fact that like something so mundane like a surge protector like you have to be like i love it, it gives J-C. me so many more options it instantly transforms my room the way
0: to, the way to play the game too is exactly what ian was doing where you yes. like you have to literally it has to be an, an, an announcer like you have to really get behind it like i yeah.
2: love it
3: i love hate it with a big smile on your face and laughing
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's really funny like you have to really emotionally get behind it too not just talk yep yes that's what makes it that's what makes it i love this game i love it
2: james you're up i'm in yep you're up james Yield signs.
3: hate yield signs. Either be a stop sign or just get off the street. <laughs> okay. Uh, abs. Abs. I uh, hate it. It gives people complexes. and Nobody needs a complex. So I, w- I would say mm. no, don't like abs at all. But I'm sure they do work for me that I'm not paying attention to. Green grapes. Green grapes. Love them. And I love when you freeze them. If you don't do that, try them. They're freezer grapes. And they're basically like homemade gushers. Try it. Red yeah. grapes. Red grapes. Uh, love them even more than green grapes. Same reason. (laughs) Visors. Visors. I hate it because I'm balding in the back uh, on top of my head. And that is uh, the visor just doesn't cover any of that at all. And then I'll get a burn. So I don't like it. Airline food. Airline food. Oh, what's the deal with it? I (laughs) hate it because we don't even get it anymore. So I guess maybe I used to love it, but we don't get it anymore. Lower back tattoos. Lower back tattoos. Love it. I'd love to see one. I think they're always funny when I see them. I'd like to see more of them, whether it's a butterfly or a a shitty quote. Duvet covers. Duvet covers. Love it. Go to uh, brooklinen.com and buy them (laughs) from uh, me and Ian's former roommate in college. Ian's given the no.
4: Hate it. Hate it. I want to yeah. love it so bad. But my little blanket underneath always gets messed up. And then it's it's a gap between the covers. Yeah. The They're end terrible. End They're, the terrible. Cover.
1: No, They're no, no, the
4: no. When I'm using the duvet,
3: no, when I'm using a duvet, I'm not even using any other covers. I'm just using the duvet alone. You're oh, a psychopath. You a
4: I'm lad? not using a, I'm That's not using a, a
3: top sheet. I'm not using That's a, a top sheet. sheet and it's it's a
2: comforter. It's not a duvet, I think. It's, no, but
0: you're using a comforter or you're just buying you're buying a duvet and not
3: putting a comforter inside of it. Wait, I'm I'm using the whole duvet.
4: You are a crazy mad lad. I yield to the Senate.
3: I don't use a top sheet, so I use a duvet cover. Put it over the duvet. If you buy them from brooklinen.com, they tie up all at the top of the corners and everything so they don't <laughs> well, shift they don't around.
4: around. I got they I love Brooklyn, oh. but I got a duvet cover from them and mine does not have a tie top.
3: You got the old model Ian. you got to go back to brooklinen.com and buy them directly. <laughs> He's a Boys Zone boy and <laughs> I, basically and Bob
0: he, he like is he like a multimillionaire now?
4: Yeah. Oh, very okay. much
0: so right like Brooklyn is so Br- Brooklyn is amongst the time the top five straight to consumer luxury brand sheets that i see written about all the time and i say top five because i am well educated on this and i'm a small consumer Sue top me. one if you ask yeah. me i will say i love what a duvet cover represents i like that i could change it by the season and by my mood i like that it's easy to wash and i like that i could switch beds with it and whatnot but i will tell you People that make duvet covers need to get together and have a big freaking meeting and take it more seriously than a b- tie that doesn't work any of the time. Because yes. if there's one thing that's holding me back from just being getting a duvet tattooed on my body is the fact that no blanket stays in the duvet and none of them fit correctly either. You always have all the stuff going to one end. And just, yeah. It just—it really is a source. I spot. disagree, Sal.
2: I—I have a whole strategy of how I do it. I take what I do is I take the corners and I put them in to the corner and I hold both. I hold it and I do the same on every single corner. And then I put it over my head and I spin it up like a pizza. I'm not kidding. I like spin the whole thing around my body. Lisa has watched me. I like, I sometimes I go into it like as if I'm a go- like like becoming a ghost. You know, they'll hold it up. It doesn't and then, seem
0: like you're making a case for them. It seems like duvet is asking way it, too much it's, of it's, you.
4: Maybe you're right. Yeah,
1: and it's you have to do that every, every day. It's,
4: it's interesting true. because, you know, Casey, I kind of do the same thing with my duvet cover is Is I put it up, I take the corners, and I put it above me, and then I wrap it around my neck and kill myself because I <laughs> hate duvet covers. <laughs> you got to right, get well, the
3: new model. I'm serious. I understand what you're saying, I Ian. Know. But you're wrong on this. you got to get the new model from brooklinen.com. Oh.
2: One important <laughs> thing that I need to know is Tina... Creamy Italian dressing.
1: Ooh. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <Light laughs> you got
2: to you gotta tell us what you got to tell us. You oh, I just don't, you know
1: what? I don't like salad dressing. Okay. Any of them. Okay. Too, too much.
2: Choker necklaces. Hate them. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, glow sticks. And stick. you
0: used a rollerblade? Hey, what? Wait, part <laughs> of the game is not just getting really emotionally behind loving or hating, even if you don't care. <laughs> But it is the snap second that you have yep. to justify. Tell the yes,
4: Janet yep. Jackson said it best. Justify my love.
2: Just, just yeah, you gotta justify your love or hate. Okay, ready?
1: I just I don't like I, you know I wore too many dog collars when I was in high school. <laughs> exactly. I can't That's go back I mean. to the Joker.
0: <laughs> Great. By the way, right. I justify my love. I like the
2: joke. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sal. All right, Tina. Glow sticks
4: them
1: i love them yeah
4: it's love or hate love love yeah any reason why, why?
1: tina why it feels <laughs> like a good time
4: that's good That's good. uh
2: um, brief- briefcases
1: oh i hate them they're never gonna fit why? anything correctly <laughs> sorry i keep forgetting but they don't mold with what you have to put in there mm. unless what you're putting in there is another smaller box See, so
0: right.
2: hey tina your your justifications are excellent
0: uh so now, do you have to now? This podcast episode is going to have no IG episode. That doesn't that doesn't matter. Is this the first? It's,
1: I think it's fine. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't if we, we have, have a good I just
0: meant you creatively for you guys. It's cool. It's okay, was, okay. If
1: oh, honestly, oh, yeah, Sal, if yeah. we
0: have
3: a Joker on, we can talk about anything. More. So weird to be called a Joker. It's terrible. I I am sorry. I
1: mean, how 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 quickly did that start happening after the show? Like I mean, when they
0: told us, we, we went in the name of the show, was supposed to be Mission Uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, one of the guys over at True was like, uh, we don't like that. And so we're going to name it. Can you give us other names? So we came to them with a handful of other names. And then they said they didn't like any of that. And they said they were going to call it Daredevils. And I said, if we call it Daredevils, I guess I just won't have, a, I won't have a television show because I'm not going to do it. If you call it Daredevils. <laughs> and um, they said, all right, well, then the other one that we were thinking of was Impractical Jokers. And, actually Q has on video the moment that they found out before me and the moment they told me it. And he tells me it on video and you can't fake this. My, I go pale. My face goes pale because I hated the name so much. And I just was like, we're done. We're done. The show's never even going to have a leg to stand on because people are going to balk at that name so hard. First of all, nobody says the word impractical. It doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't think I had ever said it before that. I heard of practical jokes, but then saying impractical jokes is like, ha ha, you get it the opposite of practical. And then it wasn't even impractical jokes. It was the jokers. And I was like, people are going to start calling us the jokers and they're going to put the freaking hats and it's going to be like with jesters and that was the first ad campaign they pitched and i I don't want to be known as a joker It, it makes me seem it makes it so so corny we went ahead and luckily luckily people like the show enough to to never even to really not never even bother with the name or or, or, or criticize it. So, but it happened. People started calling us jokers immediately, and then I I kind of got used to it. I will say the good thing that happened. It is kind of good when the name of the show becomes your actual entity, because that kind of synergy and branding is a lot easier. Like to be like, oh, the it's not like the guys from Mission Uncomfortable are here, and then right. you have right. to remember all the names. So it just as far as awareness. It, it it is it is smart. Although I don't know if I still would have called ourselves the impractical jokers.
1: It's it's almost like a band name, I guess. Like beca- especially because you guys are so um, yourselves on the show that I feel like fans probably refer to you more as your your names, like Sal yeah. and Joe. Like, so fans probably say maybe le- like one of the jokers, but it's Sal. Yeah you know yeah, which is yeah. a little better than like it No, it's
0: impossible not to do it it's just easy just like he was like yeah. if we have a joke on i know exactly what you mean like, you know the
3: but, other weird uh, thing has to be when that's like who's your favorite whenever people say that is it was always weird to me and they would because they would ask like us that too and like the right uh, the producer's sal. room like, so who's your favorite it's sal yeah it's definitely it's sal. <laughs> it's sal baby no and then when q comes on i have to split my vote but it's like like people really feel that way and it it, it seems like a weird thing to do. I don't know
4: well like, i i I feel like I feel like competi- people assume everything when you're in a group is competition like Sal, when when you're on a stand up show, people will think you're they're complimenting you by being like you were my favorite comedian and ever yep. I didn't like the other guy, and it's like, well, he's my friend that's, you know? that's like-
3: exactly the thought of, that's the better way of saying what I was thinking and thank you, yeah, yeah. it's that.
0: Yeah, it is weird. Like, I hate when people do that. I, I hate they do that when they like, you were great. You were the best one. And I'm just like, everybody was funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's always so weird. Or, or like, I, that's one thing. Like, sometimes that's why I stopped posting when I was performing. Because if fans come to the show, there's a percentage of them that aren't interested in seeing stand-up. They're interested in seeing me.
4: Yeah, and that man. was
0: annoying because they get there early, they sit right in the front, and then they try to talk to me during the set or like when I get up and get on stage, they get up and follow me and disrupt the show. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So like I stopped announcing all the time, and it it, it works better for me. They they mean well, but they don't understand that it's no totally.
4: Good. And and also, people, I feel like fans have like a weird loyalty to specific people. Like I I've been on shows where fans come out for a specific comic. And they sit there like this during everyone else, just kind of like whatever. And then when their favor comes on, they're like, well, I'm overcompensating. <laughs> right. On everything to be like, see, I'm your favorite. It's like, whoa, hey, I, I appreciate you, but uh, cool it, pal.
3: Yeah. Okay. Case. Yes. I, I think we got to go. This is it. Well, we have to wrap up. The other uh, thing I thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you if, you if they're
2: down. Yeah. If we have, if you guys want to keep partying, our next episode was with Q We could make this a part two and just have Q join the party. I mean, do we
4: love it or hate it? (laughs) We love it. Um,
2: All right. Well, that's it for now. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Bye. Bye, guys.